The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of in the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony Thank is back. You. Proper introduction. Yeah, do you feel good when I say that? Yeah. Because you looked at me as if, like, is he going to say it? Well... You better fucking say this. I I feel like... Uh, and is that really is a victory? an honor I bestowed upon myself. Yourself? <laughs> but... Much like Sir Mix-a-Lot. I'm a little mixed up in it. It's a, it's, it's Queen got, Latifah. I, it's, Self-bestowed I, honors. Yes. I would say my ego is now wrapped up in it. Yeah. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I um, was in uh, Alaska... Uh, last uh, time we spoke, I was about which, to go to Alaska. I've never been there. No, now it's the I only have. State, yeah, yeah. They they don't really consider themselves to be that much part of you guys. No, they don't. They're living in a different yeah, world. Yeah, there's a whole country in between. Yeah, and they're happy to have that in between. Oh, they. I don't feel like they think that's enough. <laughs> I feel like there's someone who's put on a condom and thought maybe we should put on another condom. The the farther away you get into the wilderness. Like each each mile, are people going? Oh, I'm so glad I don't live there. Like the farther out you get from the city and the civilization, each mile there's a dude going. Thank God I don't live there. Thank God I don't live there. And you just keep going out, and they're like, Thank God I don't live in Seattle. And out and out, and the farther you get until you're in the middle of nowhere, and a guy's like, Thank God I don't live in Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> like it's just. It never stops. Well, here's the thing about... Uh, th- that's very true. Yeah. And uh, secondly, they really uh, call you guys America? Like, you know... Wait like, a minute! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so often I had conversations with people and they were like, uh, so I went down to America? <laughs> and I'd be like... I was led to believe that this was part of America. Okay, technically... I did not hand my passport to anybody. No, technically, they are not only part of the United States, right. but they're part of North America. Right. They are part of America. Yeah, in most definitions. Yes. Not according uh, to them. Pretty much every map I've seen. Right. Yeah. Uh, they also refer to you guys as the lower 48. That's you heard that one? The, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. that's very common. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I because people would even judge me by that. The fact that I live here sometimes. People were like, ah, so you're living in the lower 48. <laughs> 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 like I had made a choice between them and, and they, you guys. And they, I assume, just picture mayhem and murder and death and chaos and, and homosexuals on every corner. Like, is it that kind of I thing? I got the impression that they thought that most of LA was just like the fuck scene from Eyes Wide Shut. hmm Yeah, that's generally what people think who don't come here or live near Right, but I also think um, from their point of view, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of cliches about, you know, what people from Alaska are like as well. Oh, know? yeah, I could see that. I right. mean, I consider them all very, very hairy people who wear large coats. Okay, and well, 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 you've nailed them. <laughs> <laughs> Although, they're the first because, 
Because, you know, they have that, like, you know, essentially they have, like, well, this year they've had nearly nine months of winter. It's been ridiculous. Like, normally by now the snow would have been gone. It's their spring. But um, it's like Game of Thrones. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It is actually a bit like Game of Thrones. (laughs) Did you go over the wall? (laughs) To be honest, if people are trying to think of what Alaska was like, it is a little bit like Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. Um, So uh, the first thing, they kept apologizing for... um, about the fact that it was like because apparently oh, spring is so cold it's, it's it's the worst time to go there because spring. normally what happens is apparently the way Alaska works is that during the winter because it gets to 50 below during the winter yeah. and it's dark for the whole time yeah so that's when you get your book work done oh sure right it'd be a great time for you to write your show exactly yeah <laughs> That's right. Go up to Alaska. Uh, so, but that's what happens. So they, they get their book work done. They watch all the DVDs they've been meaning to watch. They, you know, catch up with indoor stuff, right? Yes. Um, you know, I imagine... Intercourse happens a intercourse lot. Intercourse would happen a lot. And anal course. I imagine there's some sex dungeons. Yes. It feels like that sort of place. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's consensual sort of stuff, I sure. feel like, a lot of. Um, it's winter. But then when it so gets... So you're not saying it's rapey? I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not okay. saying it's not. <laughs> But I didn't want to like tar them with that brush. Most sure. of the people I met seemed very, very nice. non-rapey. Yeah. Okay. So I um uh, so as it comes into this time of the year, normally they're just fucking ready to go because yeah. people have been waiting to get outdoors and like sure. do shit. And so they're your two good times up there because you can ski and stuff and do snowboarding and all that sort of like mm. s- snow tobogganing. Yeah. They said that if it had been winter, snow tobogganing. I don't know. <laughs> well, you did like a snowmobile. Well, yeah, that's what I call meant. It a snow t- toboggan. toboggan. Yeah, <laughs> right. snowmobile. What the fuck do I know? I'm from a country where it doesn't snow. No, I know. You guys You guys just have fire. I'm not James Bond. <laughs> like, they're the only right. two people I've ever seen on those snow buggy things. Yeah. So anyway, they've got those all over the joint. Um, and so winter's kind of fun for that. And then summer, like, you know, because it's sunny 24 hours a day, they have all these, like, festivals and stuff. And they play... Right. Their golf courses are open 24 hours a day. So people, like, golf Holy through the night. Shit. And, like, they barbecue at 3 o'clock in the morning. And they That's have all insane. these events. And... Wow. Yeah, That's so cool. everyone was fucking ready for that. Yeah. Like, you know, because the, the snow was meant to have melted like a month and ago. And it hasn't melted. And it hasn't melted. So it's, right? on, it's on the streets. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. So right, it's but dirty. it's sunny. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so all the trash and stuff that's been caught up in it through the winter, trash, bodies. Bodies, yeah, because yeah. the, the, when it melts, they find the bodies. Right. So how cold is it? Uh, well, it was uh, 13 degrees uh, Celsius, which is like uh, 40 or something, right? Wow, okay. So it was okay. Yeah. Like you could walk around. It was like nice and sunny. But the snow melts slowly if it's right. 40. And yeah. I had uh, long pants on and like a puffy jacket. That and I'd... they're walking on shorts, right? Short shorts. That's Short the fucking shorts. thing about those people. <laughs> this comedian Ian Bag came from an area of Canada that is right next to Alaska. And yep. when he came to New York, we were friends. And it would be 40 degrees out, and I would be in a parka and and long pants, and he'd be walking around in shorts and a t-shirt, because that's just what he was used to. Ian Bag uh, played the, the venue, one of the venues that I played while I was there. And oh, he did? So they've got the uh, comedian's photos mm-hmm. on the wall. Now, this is going to be a terrible... I'm going to have to put this up on the Facebook page now, which yeah. uh, Ian is going to do the podcast. Uh, oh, good. So he's a very funny guy. He's a really funny guy. So, uh, But this is an old photo of Ian Bag that I just want to show you, just because I think you'll find this very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, 12? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That is amazing. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a very terrible uh, thing to do on a podcast. <laughs> we'll get Ian on, and when he's on, I'll, he uh, I'll, very I'll use that photo. It's, it's so young. Yeah. 
Uh, so um, they're, they're, they're in short shorts. They're ready to fucking go. Yeah. You know, that's the time. They, they have a bet in Fairbanks. Um, it's like a lottery because they don't have the lottery in Alaska. Right. Well, they don't need it because they all get a check. Right. Oh, well, this is an amazing thing that yeah. I learned. They all get like a royalties check from like from the... Oil. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Every year they get a check. The families get a check. Yeah. And they also don't have sales tax on... And they have no sales tax. Things. They get a check. And you can still smoke indoors. And it's the fucking Wild West. And then, <laughs> yeah, it is. My, the funniest thing about them is they get all that money and then, and then every once in a while you see them online complaining about, you know, people having to pay taxes and stuff. And you're like, you're getting... Shut up. You're not involved. You're getting free money. You're not involved in the conversation. <laughs> you don't even know what the real world is like. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming down here to America. <laughs> what happens when you guys get your free money at the end of the year? Well, everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, what, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate America. <laughs> I'm going back to Alaska. Um, yeah, so they, they get this check. So they have um, this lottery, but it's not a lottery. But everyone buys like uh, ice tickets, right? And they put this like uh, this uh, electronic monitoring device out in the middle of the you know the giant lakes and rivers that you know, yeah. flows through there. And it measures when the ice first starts to come apart. Oh, okay. So everyone has a lottery and you pick like what day and what time and stuff that you think the ice will first break apart. So it's like a football pool except it's right. for the ice breaking, ice breaking apart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, the, that's one of the saddest pools I've ever heard of. And it, everyone was so angry because they'd all fucked their ice <laughs> tickets this year because it, like, it had taken a month more than usual for the ice to Yeah, melt. yeah. So they've got this real... They had this real urgency about them when I, I was there because normally they have like four months who, or three... Who, who runs it? The gig? Yeah, who runs the... No, who runs the ice-breaking pool? Like, is it like a a guy in a bar or is it... Who's running the... Right, yeah. I don't know if it's like Vinny or if it's like an official okay. yeah. local... Yeah. I, I mean, it, is it a bookie? Is it like a guy who also takes football bets during the... Well, I would assume, like, having been in the town for, you know, the four days I was there. Yeah. And we're talking about a place that has, like, the greater area only has 100,000 people. I mean, there's yeah. only 800,000 people in Alaska. Right. Right? It, and it's massive. Yeah, and most of them huge... are around Anchorage. There's like four, right. half of the population live around Anchorage. Yeah. So I'm not in Anchorage. I'm in like a place that is, you know, I felt, I felt like I met most of the people, you know, at the gigs. You were, <laughs> <laughs> I think you were in Fairbanks, came. right? Yeah, Fairbanks, yeah. Alaska. Yeah. I mean, it's a small enough town that me coming to town to do stand-up comedy got a half-page article in the local paper. <laughs> So if, they, if if you you know yeah like it, it, they're basically a town that's big enough to have a daily paper, but yeah. not big enough to have any more news than I came to town to tell yeah. jokes. Right. And they had a tremendous earthquake at one point. So um, uh, so everyone's a, a little bit tense about like just getting shit done because normally they have like three months or four months or whatever it is of sunshine and they've kind of lost one of those months. So because all of the, the shit that they yeah. Okay. Like they just need to get shit done now. Yeah. So, like, what kind of shit? Like I mean, mowing the lawn. Like, what are we talking well, about? Well, there's no lawn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hunting moose, killing oh, okay. beaver. Yeah, right. You got to save like, up your meat for right. the. Yeah, sure. You've got to um, f- fishing. Like uh-huh. it's all outdoors activities. Yeah. So you got to fish, and then you got to put your fish in the freezer right. for the winter. And yeah. So like they're living in a different time period. Everything comes with salmon. Like they're they're living in the 1800s when right. they got to stock up on their pelts and their food, right, and their beans or whatever else. Yeah. 
uh, for the winter. Yeah. Okay. And and salmon, like everything is oh, salmon. Oh yeah. Like and, and and good salmon. Yeah, but it's like it's like one of those places where I don't know if anyone's ever been to like a fancy restaurant and then like you get a tiny little bit of salmon and it costs you like forty dollars because yeah. it's like you know okay this is like they're just like people have too much salmon. Too much. People yeah. are walking down the street and salmon is falling out of their pockets yeah. and they don't even bother. Bending over to pick no, it's it up. No, the, it's, the, it's the source of salmon. That's Apparent, where the big salmon come from. Apparently, there's a point where um, the salmon, because they all you know, swim up the stream, as everybody yeah, yeah, knows. Yeah, seen, I used they, to see that one as a kid. They've got like a, there's a, a place up there where essentially you, you can, can grab just, them. You just walk down and grab salmon. Yeah, I remember that when just I was a grab kid. Them. I remember when I was a kid, we went to this place uh, and you could just watch them going up the stream and you could have just walked down and picked one up and right. gone, I'm taking this one home. But that's wrong, because they're going to fuck or whatever. Like, let them fuck and then get them on the way out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let it's like out. the version of the final meal. Like, that guy's let been... Let them have their final fuck. That guy's been waiting a right. year, and he's like, I just gotta get up this last stream, and right. I'm gonna get my rocks off, and then you just grab them and eat them? Like, that's uh, bullshit. Yeah, that is... <laughs> that is the biggest cock block of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, salmon with everything. There was, in fact, there's a pizza restaurant in town oh. where they told me that um, when you go in, they ask you what sort of salmon you would like on your pizza. I am uh, repulsed. <laughs> <laughs> not would you like salmon on no, your pizza? What not, style of salmon would not, you like on your pizza? Not. <laughs> not salmon. That's my kind of salmon. Yeah. The salmon I want is the not. Not salmon. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there wasn't very many places for me to eat because uh, vegetarian. It's, yeah, and it's meatland. It is meatland. Yeah. And did you eat fish or what'd you do? No. So, so in, you made it without eating. Uh... Well, there was uh, there was a restaurant in the in the place I was staying in the hotel I was staying, and it was actually yeah you know, seemed to be amongst the better restaurants in town. Right. Now they didn't have anything vegetarian at all. Right. On their uh, menu. Of course not. But uh, they did have a uh, salmon salad. <laughs> so that, you would get the salmon salad and not eat the salmon. Well, I'd just get it without the salmon. I would say. <laughs> like, they, would, they would not understand it. Like every day. Every day it was like they could not understand. I'd be like, could no, I have the salmon salad, but could I have no salmon? I've, I've had those kind of. So you want, the salmon, on, you want the salmon on the side? No, no. I just I don't want any salmon at all. Have you brought your own salmon? Is that... You only like dried salmon? Right, no, dried. I'm, I'm going without salmon. Right, so... Do you want a salmon bisque? Right, would you, would you like it served on a salmon? <laughs> oh, you know what we can do? Would you like to eat the salmon uh, with two other salmon as knives and forks? <laughs> we, have, we have chiseled some salmon into a fork. Oh, I know what you want. Right. You just want the salmon skin. Just the you salmon. You don't want the salmon, you want the skin. Ah, you'd like us to stuff a salad up a salmon's ass, right? And then you'll eat it out of the ass of a salmon? And you'll, yes. No. So, yeah. So, one day, I went in and, because uh, I was there for four days. So, I ate there like yeah. four days in a row. And they knew you at this point? Or? Right, yeah. They yeah. knew me at this point. So, I've gone in and I've had exactly the same meal each each day. Because that's all you can eat. Right. Yeah. Uh, the lady says to me, she goes, good news. You won't have to have the same thing today. We've got a salad special. Oh. So, there we go. Got yeah, the salad I, special. I know where this is going, yeah. Yeah, you know what it was? Same salad, different type of salmon. <laughs> <laughs> and I really do want to say, like, I understand that to you, that is a different salad. But to the person who's good. eating the salad without the salmon, good news. that's the exact same salad. <laughs> good news today. We've got king salmon <laughs> salad.
<laughs> you know the bit you're not having in the salmon? It's different. It's completely Surprise! different. Surprise! <laughs> Welcome to Thursday. Well, that Australian gentleman does not enjoy King Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other day that I ate in a restaurant restaurant, because uh, a couple of gigs had food, so that was okay. Like, oh, you know, wow. you, got, you got fit at the venue. Yeah. Um, the, other day, the only other day that I, I had a, a hangover, a pretty decent hangover mm-hmm. on... Uh, the uh, Saturday morning, and I thought, oh, I wander down to where the university is. There's a university in town, mm-hmm. and so I thought, if I wander down to where the university is, I bet there'll be some like good cafes and stuff around the university. Sure, you would think that, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where the, the the that's where you'd find the vegetarians and the more right. It's hipster your, part of yeah, yeah. That was my thinking. Mm-hmm. I ended up finding quinoa. You're going to find quinoa, right? Quinoa, quinoa. <laughs> I like to I like to say it the way it looks. Yeah, right. Quinoa. Quinoa. Work with me. <laughs> Can't you be really white? I um, actually heard someone uh, describe it in a restaurant once. Let me get this right. Uh, no, the, the woman said, how is this uh, pronounced? Yeah. And the waiter said, quinoa. Keen as in eager, wa as in the sound that comes after David Caruso does a punchline on CS. <laughs> <laughs> he said it better than I said it, but that was the gist of what he said. Did you wa. know that the pe- the place where it comes from, there, it's 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 the price has gone up so much because of the demand in the West, right? That now those people can't eat it and they're having problems with their existence because yay first world. <laughs> Yay, well, I like it, but sorry, you're dying. Right. Yeah. And all those fucking thirsty people in Fiji, because we've got all their delicious water. So. Oh, God, that's the worst story ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your water. Sorry you have cholera. Uh, well, this is a great example of the, the point I'm making about the excess of the West, uh, because I ended up at a, like, a it was a... A typical sort of American, like, you know, breakfast diner type place. But not like the sort of place you'd see where they're trying to be a typical American breakfast diner. Like, this is in Fairbanks, Alaska. This is a typical American, like, everybody looks like a Gary Larson cartoon. Yes. Like, they are some of the most weird and wonderful and interesting looking people I've ever seen in my entire If you really want to, if you come to America and you want to know America, go find a small diner. Right. Every time. Even the staff. Yeah. Like the sizes and shapes and... It's it's a miracle. It was, it really was. Yeah. So I've gone in and I've had a look at their menu and I ordered uh, a cheese omelette. That's all I wanted. Uh-huh. I was hungover. Sure. I just wanted a cheese, cheese omelet. omelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be beautiful. A cup yep. of coffee Simple and a cheese, cheese omelet. omelet. Yeah. I'll be fine. What kind of meat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, obviously, they had to take eight types of salmon out of it. But uh, <laughs> they did have a lot of salmon options. But no, they had a plain cheese omelet. And I was like, well, that's great. Uh-huh. Don't have to... doesn't come with meat. I checked that it didn't come with meat. I'm, I'm already prepared to be upset because I've had this experience. But go ahead. No, it doesn't have meat in it. I can, like, it's, I'm happy. Well, what kind of cheese is it? Right. <laughs> I'm not sure it was cheese that came from an animal. Put it that way. God damn it. It was like plastic of some kind, but... Well, that's salmon cheese. Oh, that's salmon cheese. <laughs> and the guys, you know, the guys who have the hardest in Alaska are the guys who milk the salmon <laughs> to get that cheese. Right. It's really difficult because you can't hook up a machine. You got to do it by hand. Right. And just get the little... <laughs> tiny, tiny fingers. Tiny, tiny udders. 
uh, they um, uh, bring out the the cheese omelette, and so the, great. Yeah. Everything is going beautiful. Is there toast and potatoes on the side? Is well, the... there is toast and potatoes on the side, uh-huh. Dave, but that's not all. Oh. Uh, what you get with your standard cheese omelette sure. at this cafe for your yeah. $7 and your free coffee. Yeah. Don't have to pay for your coffee. It's a giant steak. Is, <laughs> is I got four pieces of toast, of buttered toast. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I got... Uh, a giant hash brown that was the size of the omelette. Now, this sounds South African. And then... Yeah. I got a stack of four pancakes with cream, ice cream, and <laughs> strawberries. Well, but this... I was like, am I going to the electric chair? But Is that here, what's happening here? Here's the deal, though. They sized you up. Right. And, and thought I was an African village? Well, no, they... Look at you. They to, thought... to, to them, you're starving. <laughs> they, like, you're a guy that came out, out, of, out, out of, of the, the wilderness. I've been frozen the bush, for nine and months. they're like, oh, my God, that poor boy hasn't right. eaten in ages. So they want to fatten you up. They thought I'd won a rewards challenge on Survivor. Yeah. It was... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, was, that's pretty standard. That's breakfast. Yeah. That's just standard. That's, that's what it comes with. In, yeah, in a lot of places, you just... And, you, and I'm surprised there wasn't also meat included on the side, like... I can't tell you how many times because I don't. I try not to eat a lot of meat, and and so I don't eat it at breakfast. But it's a part of every like you go out into America, right. and you're in Kansas, and you sit down and you go, I want eggs and potatoes and toast. What kind of meat? I don't. I don't want. Do you want bacon? I don't. I don't want it. It comes with it. It's not extra. Right, no, I get the yeah. I get the setup. I, don't want I actually don't want to put it in my yeah. body, and then they look at you like you're weird because they're like, "Well, it's free bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you're turning down free bacon." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, but and that, and then you have all these articles on the like, you know, you have these scientific articles in newspapers and journals and stuff about like, oh, well, the reason that people are you know are putting on weight in America is because you know we're uh, you know not getting the uh, adequate uh, hours outside the office or we have to have a calisthenics program at work or we have to you know stop oh. giving kids you know school just eat less eat less <laughs> eat less eat less it's like the kind of food we eat and it's how much we eat and I'm not supersize talk- it is insane right. i'm not t- and I'm, here's my thing i'm not talking about like i understand there are people who have genuine struggles with their weight that come from you know if you've ever watched an episode of you know intervention you know that most bad shit that people are going through stems from something else sure. right yeah. and so i'm not talking about that right i'm just talking about the general S- the i go fare. into I, a normal person, yes. goes in to get breakfast, yes. and instead of getting what I ordered, I get more, more. food than an entire family would you, fucking you, need. You can because eat, then you you can eat either... a whole day on that. Right. Do you know what I do? I'm I sure to... that was more calories than I need for an entire day. Do you know what I go to, when I go to restaurants now, if I'm with my son, I order a meal like that, and then I just give him the pancakes, right. and they look at me and they go, what, do you, what is he going to eat? And I'm like, he can share this. Right. There's so much of it and then we'll that I won't be needing it all. The way out. <laughs> and then I'm going to drop it off and feed the university down the street. But that's It's but insane. That's my problem with it is this, that I, uh, you know, then you're caught once that food's out there between that sort of thing of going, yeah. well, I don't want to waste this food. Right. So you eat it. So you eat some of it, or yeah. you don't eat some of it, or you. Either way, you feel shit at the end because either you ate more than you should have eaten, or B, you <laughs> wasted food that like you didn't want in the first place. Right, and I would say, ninety percent of the time, people finish it all. Right. You don't see people in America leaving food on their plate. They just scarf it down. And we also eat really fast. 
everyone's on the move, so everyone's eating really fast. So you get in, you get out, you cram it all in, and you eat more if you eat fast. If you eat slow, you eat less. Right. Well, I mean, you know why you eat fast, though? Because they bring you out seven courses. <laughs> and you... <laughs> like, if you were in a restaurant, and they brought out, like, your first course, your second course, your third course, your fourth course, and your fifth course, you'd be like, fuck, we better get through the steak before the ice cream melts, right? And then they're like, well, you ready for your entree? <laughs> Wait, what? <clears throat> it is honestly like, uh, I anyway, it's like, but the, the, the biggest thing, is, and I, which I touched on before, is that they still smoke indoors. Like, I... I, I can't even... Where was I at the... Uh, they were just smoking indoors in Georgia. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Not at not in the comedy club, but I was in a bar, and people were just standing there and smoking. And I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. I think they were breaking the law. You think they were? I think they would have been. Well, you know I what don't I'm... know. There's still places where you can smoke. Yeah, I, think, right. I think there's certain states that have passed laws... But if the bar wants to let you smoke, then the bar the bar can make that rule. There's right. still, especially in 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 the so southern states. So the bar the has some states. way to get around secondhand smoke cancer. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> yeah exactly. The, well, the southern states yeah. are all about personal freedom right. over everything else. So I think in states like that, there, it might be more you can smoke there if the bar wants you to. There's right. a bar here that you can smoke in. Is it really? Yeah, the Tiki uh, <clears throat> down on Sunset, uh, because. The owner is the only one who operates the bar, and he's a smoker, so that circumvents the law. Okay, it's, of course. Because it's, it's normally about employees. your employees. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you can't employ someone and then, like, you know, put them in an unsafe working exactly. environment is meant to be yeah. what it's about. Exactly. Well, that's, I mean, I started doing comedy in Australia, like, over 18 years ago, and when I first started, people could still smoke in venues and on stage but that stopped within the first sort of year of me doing comedy yeah so i've never really i don't have any memory of being in a room i mean it it went on for the first seven or eight years that i was doing stand-up and you would stand on stage and you would look out and you would just see that layer of smoke right because it doesn't go all the way up it just it goes up a little ways and then it just Just tends to go up to the level where your mouth is so you can breathe exactly And you would, you would have to, you couldn't wear anything that you had on, meaning a jacket or anything. So you couldn't, like here you can go, I'll wear a pair of pants for two days. Right. You couldn't do that th- back then because it, they would smell so fucking bad when you got home. And, oh. they, and when you got back to the hotel and they wouldn't air out and you'd have to take them home and wash them. That's how smelly it was. Well, they always said that when they stopped smoking in bars, it meant that people smelt everything else. You know, that's the... Oh, yeah. Because it was was covering up... Yeah, urine. Farts and urine Urine, and horrible people. Now we're back to that airplane conversation. And maybe maybe people in Alaska after a long winter, (laughs) you know, they know that it's probably... Like, maybe they tried not smoking. And then they were like, if people have been killing out, out killing bear... Maybe it's better that we let them just light one up. Yeah, let them fire up. But that's, that's also that's also a huge personal freedom place. Right. You get to do what you want to do and blah blah blah. So you smoke indoors. So people are people are eating in a restaurant and smoking in a restaurant. Well, so when I no, so in that morning when I went to that restaurant, no, no one no. was smoking yeah. in the restaurants. But all the bars that I played, all the gigs that I played, people smoked in. So the first one I did, I was it was outside Fairbanks. It was like the most regional. How far out? Uh, it was near a place called Delta, about an hour and a half drive. Is it a was it a was it a bar? Was it a casino? Or it was, was a it bar. Bar. Yeah. So I get picked up by the guy who's doing um, you know the the support the, slot, the, the feature. feature. Yeah. And is he uh, a local kid? He's well, he's not a kid. He's a local guy. Yeah. Yeah, a guy a guy called Glenn. And honestly, 
a genuinely funny guy. Yeah. Like, and he was telling me that he, I mean, he's been doing comedy for like 25, 30 years. Yeah. Like, he, him and his mate, who are the two guys who run the scene there, uh-huh. they run most of the entertainment around Fairbanks. Okay. They're Fairbanks boys who are, you know, born and raised. Yeah. And they, they've tried being other places and they just... Doesn't work. They like their world there, yeah. right? So, Glenn owns a bunch of local radio stations, you oh, know? okay. And, you know, so he's the... It's a Glenpire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a glenpire. Oh my god, I'll have to give him that one. Uh, but he, w- um, because he does these, they do the rooms once a month. Yeah. So that you know, because there's not that big a you know thing. Right. They got four different rooms. They run them on a the circuit once a month. So it's like four shows a month. Yeah. Okay. So, but like just yeah, in that yeah. one you know run. Interesting. So, um, and they've had great people there. Like, I mean, if you look at the names of the, like, on the board, like, you know, yeah. guys like Craig Robinson from The Office. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they had Louie and guys like that back in yeah. the day, yeah. you know. Um, Jimmy Pardo goes up there a lot. And, like, Sorry. you know, there's yeah. some... Because they're actually... And, and I'll get to this, but they're all fun, fun gigs. Right. Like, I didn't have one bad... A lot of them are kind of rough or weird or not like, you know, your ideal comedy But there's, not, there's but not the judgment of... There's, oh, there, God, it's no. just like, oh my God, someone's coming here to give us something. They are so fucking excited yeah, that you're that's there. that's great. They're great people. Yeah. Like, I mean, proper, nice, you know, want to tell you everything about their life, want to talk yeah. to you about your life people. Everyone is. Like, yeah. you know... Um, it, it, you know, it's that sort of hospitality. You yeah. know, I, I got invited to people's houses for dinner, you know, that sort of thing. I spoke at the local school. What? <laughs> I spoke at the local school. What what age are we talking about? Uh, Is this high school? Oh, I mean, I was just speaking through the wire on near the. Oh, oh that's where you did the in gig. the playground. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh. I, was just, I was just going by. Um, no, <laughs> I thought you actually went and spoke at the school. No, I did. I, I did go and speak at the school. What what so, what is happening? I'll explain this. Thing. <laughs> I think we need more context for this. Uh, so. Uh, the other guy, Jerry, who runs the gig, mm-hmm. um, he is married to the principal of uh, what the local high school. Right. Right. And um, they both went to that high school. Like, sure it's a proper did. old school, you yeah. know. It's awesome. Yeah. So, um, it's a magnet school. Oh, they have magnet. Oh, of course they do. Right. So, what does that mean? So... There's a war going on in American schools. There's a war going on in America. About <laughs> you guys just fucking love war. Well, get ready. It'll come to you guys next. I heard someone talking the other works. day about how uh, it, we always comedians use um, the term dying. Like, you know, we say yeah. wherever you are in the world, comedians talk about dying. Yeah. But America is the only place where comedians talk about killing as being like the. Oh, you know, interesting. Like is that in, true? Yeah, you know, I killed. Or like, I'm not killing as well. Or is like, that true? You guys right. don't say killing. I mean, we say it now. We picked it up from yeah. America, but it was not something that was like. Of course, we did. But dying is, and that's. I always think it says that that says something about America. Yeah. America thinks the opposite of dying is killing. <laughs> The opposite of dying is not living. The opposite there of dying... No, there is no in-between. Right. You're either killing or you're or dying. dying. <laughs> America. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, so, um... Uh, okay, so, so uh, American, school, school. American yeah. schools are... Right now, the battleground is Los Angeles, so all... Basically, this, the the funding of schools is trillions of dollars, uh-huh. and everywhere in America, the corporations are saying, "Well, let's get that." Yeah. So there has been an orchestrated effort on the part of the very wealthy and corporations 
to to undermine public schools and then t- and then privatize them. Right. So a magnet school is a privatized a now privatized public school that caters to uh, smarter kids, mm-hmm. or or it can be like a journalism magnet. So everyone going there is is specializing in journalism. Right. So it's really just a way to make money off of the system instead of trying to improve the system. Right. That's well, the basic gist. Uh, what I uh, saw, and that, that kind of makes sense, because mm. it was one of the coolest looking schools. Yeah. Like all yeah. very, like, you know, a lot of art around, yes. a lot of like spaces where students could hang out. They all had computers, sure. like, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And so what uh, was explained to me was basically they did all the basic classes up until sort of lunchtime. Yeah. And then after lunch, you know, they all have their kind of little specialist things they're doing. So like some kids were doing a court thing where they, where they were doing like mock court with like lawyers and really yeah like you know blah yeah. blah blah I don't know if they chose which kids I should mean, get yeah. back as being defendants did, did anyone like... <laughs> did anyone get the death penalty yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they might have pushed the really smart kids like okay you should be lawyers and judges <laughs> you should learn a bit about this side of the law <laughs> you're a criminal right Tommy what uh, so they were also doing their version of what like a speech class would be, but they were doing a stand-up comedy course, like oh, a stand-up comedy class. Wow! So the idea was that they had studied stand-up and they all had written their own little bits. Oh shit! And then they were gonna on Tuesday they were gonna do like a, a stand-up. That's concert, pretty amazing, right? Yeah. So there was about twenty twenty-five kids, you know, yeah. of age, rain, I'd say between sort of thirteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they obviously weren't all of the same, you know, year. There was a right. bunch of different ages. They were the ones who just chose to do this thing right so they asked if I would go in because like you know just like they're doing a comedy course and they've been learning about comedy and you know I was there doing comedy so could I go in and talk to them and uh, so I went in and I I, I, like fuck man kids are terrifying (laughs) (laughs) I would be I would be terrified that I would go in and destroy their dreams right like I would be like it's it's a brutal business you really have to love it. Like, I would go in. Right, you the, give them the real truth? Yeah, I give them the real you truth. You give them it's the Marin truth? Up. <laughs> you you think Marin on. is successful yeah. now? Right. How about the 20 years when he got shit on yeah. every day? How about when he was going to kill himself? How about that? How about that? How about that, kid? Do you, do you want to wake up after drinking all night in, in, a, in a hotel in Idaho and no one around and your family's gone because you've been on the road so much? And you don't like your act? Are you ready for that? Because that's comedy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, recess, guys. (laughs) It was, it was quite amazing because I spoke a little bit at the start, and I was like, uh, I mean, because they don't know me, and I couldn't really do any of my act because I like none of my act is kid friendly. Right. So I'm the same way. I can't. I mean, I can I can do one or two bits. Yeah, but it's pretty hard. I, I, I mean, I'm sure that I could find stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, off the top of my... The same shit that I was doing in a log cabin in the middle of Delta right. was not the same shit that no, was going to fly at you know, 2 not. o'clock in the afternoon at school. Although so, it's a magnet, so you should be able to do... I mean, it is a private school. It was very interesting in that regard because they clearly were letting the kids... You know, it was very adventurous. Yeah. Um, so... What they had done uh, was, uh, so at the start, I couldn't quite, like, I was like, you know, they're kids. So they seem to be having, uh, paying attention, but at the same time, they're, you they're know, not. kids are looking at each other. Yeah. You don't know if they're, the they're saying anything. They're like, not Louis. Right? They don't, they're like, right. he's just some Australian guy. And that's what I realized, because I mentioned 
Uh, oh, so the teacher asked me, because I said, does anyone have any questions? And no one had any questions, of course, because they're course. kids at the start. Yeah. So the teacher asked about a guy who wasn't practicing. And I told a story about... What do you mean practicing? Yeah, he, like he, he wouldn't yeah, actually practice, because they had to write their pieces and like, you know, everyone oh, was doing oh, them I and see. practicing yeah, yeah, them, yeah. but he was yeah. like, no, nah, I don't, I don't, need, I don't to. need to practice yeah. it. And so she asked me about that. And I talked about having worked with, you know, guys like Louis and stuff where you, they'd be at a gig and that. And as soon as you said that, bang. You had them all. You're like, you've worked with Louis? Uh, and I was like, yeah. so then it's suddenly yeah. like, I just yeah. went around. I'm like, all right. Like, I'm like a guy who's fallen off like a boat. I don't uh-huh. care what's coming by. I'm going to grab onto anything. Yeah. I've got no dignity. Yeah. I just want to survive. Sure. Right? I, so I went around the room. I said, who's your favorite comedian to all the kids? Like, and, and then I basically. Louis, 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 Louis. Oh, no, no, no. It was a wide range. Oh, really? But luckily, over the range. Like, I'd had enough times where I'd performed with one of those uh-huh. people yeah. that I could, like... So, something by the end of that, they were a bit like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you're famous adjacent. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll do. That'll That's do funny. for us. So, yeah. then, this is the bit where it got really good. So, then... Because they started the kind of... Like, after that, they asked me some questions and, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And she said... Uh, the teacher said to me, she said... Uh, if one of them will do their act now, would you give them some tips? And I said, I'd love to, right? Wow. You know, I'd love to see. Yeah. So after one did it, they all ended up, they about, I, I got sure. to see about 12 of them do Once their Once one breaks their the sets. ice. Right. Yeah. How long were their sets? Uh, anywhere between sort of, uh, anywhere between, I think they had to do like maybe three minutes. So it's a maximum. Gala. Yeah, it's a gala spot. <laughs> You're watching the Magna Gala. Yeah. Well, you know what? It was a lot like a gala because yeah. it was tight and they had to work clean. <laughs> so. Wait, the people don't work clean on the galas? No, Just but you're, swearing. Me- you're meant to. Oh, like, you they are. They actually say you're meant to. Oh, okay. So, um, and and if you do swear, they have to play you after a certain time on the broadcast. Ah. So, you know. How long's the broadcast? So, uh, I mean, it just, because uh, they never know when they, I mean, in the old days of the gala in Melbourne, it used to show at like 8.30 till 10.30. Yeah. So I think if you were swearing heavily, you couldn't be shown before 9.30 maybe, uh-huh. or, yeah, there's a certain yeah. amount of fucks you can say before 8.30. Right. I don't know, you know, those stupid rules that yeah, are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it's, in Australia, the big one was when they said cunt on uh, Sex in the City. Uh, and that played at like 9.04 at night on one of really? the commercial networks. And the that post, was about... The post, the, well, there is a there is a cunt line. Yeah. And it's 9 p.m. Not a clock. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody asks you what the yeah. cunt line is, it's 9 p.m. What, what time should your kids be in bed? <laughs> well, if you don't want to hear them say cunt on free-to-air television, I would suggest 9 o'clock. Uh, but what about the fact that when they go to bed, I read them the book, Who's the Cunt? Right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Tony Danza, okay. right? That yeah. Was it, yeah. <laughs> Or Mel Gibson. It can go either way. So I, um, uh, so they started doing their sets. And, oh, Dave, I wish you had been there to see it. It was, it was like the purest version of an open mic night or a raw comedy <coughs> night or yeah. any of those things you've ever seen in yeah. your life. Because... It was ki- the first time for all of them, right? right? First time for all of them. But they all had their individual styles. Yeah. Some people had great material and shit delivery. Some people... There was a kid who... Like, seriously, man. Like, it, this was a kid that Dane Cook would have looked at and gone, Fuck, he sells it. <laughs> like, <laughs> see what I mean? Like, he was so in the fucking moment. It was like, it was like watching... It was like someone had shrunk Jimmy Pardo. Like, the confidence. Really? Like, the, the chutzpah. Is that what you say? Like, it was like... It was stunning. Yeah. Like, just owned it. I right? have a theory that, that 
because of the internet and the world they're growing up in, that they're so exposed to it that they're starting out at just a different place right. than we did. And as Cosby told us, kids do say the darndest They really do, don't they? They do. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. Yeah. It's delightful. So I got to see like a, a about an hour gig uh, from all these comedians, like these young, and then I would like give them feedback yeah. on their set and give them some advice on stuff. And that's amazing. Yeah, but it was so funny to see because some of them are like you know just telling stories about oh people think I'm a nerd because of my glasses. Yeah, and then there's there's it was this other kid who like fuck. Like, even, like, you know, uh, Louis or Bill Burr or Dylan Moran would have looked at that kid and gone, things are going to be okay, mate. <laughs> Lighten up. You're 14. There is no reason, there is no reason to be so world-weary about... That, that would have been me. Oh, man. No, even you would have looked at this. Like, he was, doing, he was doing this whole rant about why buying someone flowers was really just buying them something that would die. <laughs> oh my God. Hey man, what's going on in your house? What, is there a divorce? What's happening with you? Holy shit. And then, uh, well, another kid, and then, you know, some kids were doing really kind of like, you know, that sort of personal uh, observational stuff. So one kid did tell a story that you were like, are you just getting them to do stand-up so that you can get the authorities involved? Oh, really? <laughs> one of them was about this kid and they lived near this busy road and their mum wouldn't let them cross the road by themselves because she was worried they'd get hit by, oh, like, sure. you know, a car. And then one day one of these brothers, you know, crossed the road and got hit by a car. And so because they didn't want to get in trouble with their mum, even though he had a broken leg, they took him home and they, like, put him on the bed. And when mum came in, he jumped up and down the bed on his, like, broken leg just to kind of... Oh my god. Well, that's, yeah. Some of them were kind of like, you could see them go, great routine. Contact. (laughs) (laughs) Send someone in. But man, it was great. They were, I mean, they were charming kids. And some of them didn't want to do it because they were embarrassed, like, you know, and all those sort of things. And, but it was. That's fascinating. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah. So. You shaped young comedians. Right. I feel like. The next Alaskan wave is they're essentially your pups I uh, gave them a uh, one of my jokes uh, but I couldn't do the punchline because it was a drug reference but I like ran them through the rest of it yeah and then I said and you know if you want another punchline you can probably uh, google it or YouTube it and then the teachers had to go but ask your parents first <laughs> I take it you didn't tell them about this podcast <laughs> right no, I, didn't, I didn't plug the podcast and if you if anybody here is interested in prison rape, mm. listen to Tofop. So, um, first gig's out uh, near Delta. and That's the one you drove hour and a right. half. So, uh, Glenn's picked me up, and he's the guy who has the local radio empire and has uh-huh. been there for 30 years. Cool guy. like And fun, funny. So, this is what I was saying, because he does this gig every month, yeah. right? And he's on every month. And a lot of the people are the same So he's doing people. new material? He's doing new material. Holy shit. So like, live it on the edge. Some of it wasn't necessarily like, you know, you, if you gave it another month or whatever, like some of it would get tighter. But yeah. this is a dude who was like, so able to get up there and, and like, he just did a chunk about the season changing and a chunk about everyone's, sam- God, what we're going to do. And like, and it was funny. And That's he was really great to work impressive. with. It was. Yeah. 
But he was also a guy who knew everything about that part of the world. Right. So in the hour and a half we've driven out to Delta, you got an I got an explanation of everything, That's which was awesome. great. And is it, it's exactly and is it, what you want. Is it? Are you just driving through the woods? You're just driving through. So you're next to the big expanse of water, which is all. Okay. So basically, what you look at is Mount McKinley, which uh-huh. is the like the. In fact, it, a, he said to me the biggest mountain in the world. It's yes. not as high as Everest, and you know. Uh, Whatever the what's the other one? The K two. K two. So um but it's bigger but bigger at the base and then uh it's <laughs> uh-huh. So ahead. I suddenly realized that this is like a man describing his penis. Like it's not the longest, <laughs> but it is it's really thick. It's thick. And it's really thick. And when this mountain <laughs> this mountain can really really get in on the clitoris. <laughs> uh, it starts lower and I think it's bigger in, but it's apparently it's the biggest mountain in the entire world. Right. So you've got that and you've got kind of the snow peaks and then you've got this massive expanse of water, but it's mostly frozen with big chunks right. just breaking up now. Yeah. And so it's spectacular. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. But we're driving out and out and out into the middle of, like we started in the middle of fucking nowhere mm-hmm. and he's going, you think this is nowhere? That's not nowhere. Oh, this yeah. is nowhere, right? Yeah. So, and he's telling me about like the fact that you have to watch out for like deer and moose and stuff. Like they'll walk across the road, and, and then you hit them, and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and freezing, and you die. Right. Yeah. Like his uh, <clears throat> wife was telling me a story about like a moose just charged her car, Jesus like charged Christ. it. Well, moose are notorious assholes. Right. They're just like the dicks of the. They're they're really nasty animals. But here's the thing that people like. Well, that I didn't realize is the moose charged her car, like shoulder charged her car, got the side of her, her truck, mm-hmm. crumpled it all in. Yeah. Pushed her completely off the road, yeah. like you know, into the ditch. She's you know really worried that like you know she'll survive this accident. Yeah. The moose got up and just fucking shook yeah, it off and walked like, off. Yeah, he put his shoulder yeah, down. He knows you. how to hit a car. <laughs> fuck you. He's not an idiot. truck. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did just watch a show uh, two nights ago about uh, kangaroo attacks in uh, Australia. Right. Really yeah. unpleasant. Uh, very unpleasant, I would say, getting attacked by a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, most of it's online bullying, though. People don't know. <laughs> they... <laughs> I, uh, they have those well, tiny little fingers and they have tiny little computers. I didn't that know are... that they scoop into their pouch and then they just wipe it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest insult. Oh, it's horrifying. Given Australia. <laughs> and then you're just trying to find a napkin. Really? Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I came out here to see you because you're a unique animal. <laughs> <laughs> they just flick it at you like it's silence, like it's silence of the lambs. You know, just get it in there and then they just flick it at like, you, <laughs> and then they laugh. Uh, Better than a llama. So, saw saw a moose and the calf on the way out. So Great. got out of the car, took a cool animal, right? A moose picture, yeah, yeah. Pretty took cool. a moose pic, yeah. Didn't say any bear, but I was fine with that because yeah, okay. they're dangerous and deadly. Yeah, they'll tear your parts off. Yeah. Uh, saw some big beaver. That was pretty... Uh, How big? Yeah, all big. See, they're big. They're, everything's bigger up there. Everything right? is yeah, bigger up I there. I told you, right? How and you're right about the birds. The right? Birds are you see a bird massive. and you're like, what the fuck is that thing? Right. The crows are uh, like... Yeah, the crows are like... Eagle size. Yeah, it's like The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see a crow on the road... 
And you're like, oh, did oh, civil, uh, humanity's finished? Jesus, what is that? Which, by the way, Alaska would be a good place. Um, and it's not something we're going to talk about today, but I was telling you uh, offline that um, uh, I did meet a doomsday prepper. Uh-huh. And I am going to write a whole bit about that. Yeah, because sure. it, Alaska is the best place for... So if, if it was Walking Dead time... Alaska, you know, there'd be plenty of places to hang out. You could fish. You could survive off the land. Yeah. You know, and there's not heaps of people around that you know. Well, zombie, did you did you ever read Into the Wild? No. Okay. So there's this guy who decides that he is going, and they made it into a movie with Zach Galifianakis. Yes. So so there's this guy who decides that he is going to live off the wilderness, and he slowly makes his way. To, I don't remember where he's from. He's from the lower 48, and he. Like, went to a, a farm and worked there all summer to get money. And then he just went up to Alaska. <clears throat> and it is not spring. I would say it's uh, maybe it's the fall or the summer, maybe. And he goes into the wilderness. And he's he has some guy, like, drive him out and drop him off. Right. But he has he has not gotten the proper equipment. He, he does not have the right shoes, right. the right anything. So he goes off into the wilderness. <laughs> was and the then, other title for this movie, An Idiot Dies? Pretty much. If a seven-minute film. <laughs> you're reading it, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he dies. Right. And they... Oh, he does do, die. They, yeah, they find his well, body. Well, that does make sense. <laughs> he was completely unprepared. Listen to this, though. They, they find his body right. in a... He was living in a, an abandoned school bus out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And... You know, as winter came, it turns out it's hard to find food in the winter. Right. Everything's frozen. Who would have known? Yeah. But he had the... food is frozen food in Alaska in the winter. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Everything. But he had these berries that he found. So he picked all these berries and he was eating berries and surviving off of berries. Right. But then it turned out that those berries Mm. stopped your body from getting nutrients they literally were like a blocking berry from you being able to survive right so then he (laughs) so then he realized he was wasting away and he was like what at 80 90 pounds and he tried decided he was gonna go back out into civilization and then he realized oh the snow has melted and he couldn't get across any rivers and he died that's Alaska well that is kind of Alaska it is Alaska. So you're, you're completely on your. You have to be prepared because you can. Like you can't. It's not like L.A. where you get in your car and drive and your car breaks down. Right. You could die. You could die. Yeah. I mean, what when we were going out to uh, to Delta, like the cars are f- filled with survival gear. Yeah. Like even at this time of the year, where yeah, because that exact same thing you're saying. You yeah. need survival gear in the car at all times. Yeah. And when I first got to this gig. I also thought that I might need survival gear because it was a log cabin in the middle of, like on the river, one of the most beautiful Literal things. log cabin. A, well, a bar that had Looks been like made out cab- of a log yeah. cabin. But it was a log cabin. Yeah. Like it wasn't some fancy inner city bar where they put log cabin, you know, palings over the outside of it. Right. It was made of logs. Right. It was a cabin. <laughs> it was a log cabin. Built uh, by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. It was also a bar. Uh, they had, do and it was on the beer? river. Sorry, do they have good beer? Yeah, like, they, they do have, have good beer. Like they, they're. It's not like well, you're here in the middle of nowhere, so it's just Budweiser. Like no, they, they, they have lots of good beer. Like well, lots of beer. It was yeah. a beer. You know, I found I didn't find it hard to get a beer. Right. And the other thing is, they had quite good Alaskan beers. There was like an Alaskan oh, amber yeah. and an Alaskan right. white. There was some good like yeah. local beers. Yeah. 
they all do come it, we, instead of lemon they have salmon in them right? <laughs> <laughs> so like that with a wedge of what salmon kind of, what kind of salmon you want yeah. in your beer I'm, I'm sorry you want a king you do want, you want a, a do you want the salmon liquid or the just the fresh salmon in the top of the beer now people <laughs> listening may have noticed that the only type of salmon that I know of right <laughs> now is king, king salmon and so we're just gonna keep going right. with that I'm not gonna make up another name pink? I would just keep is saying king is that king? a thing <laughs> Alaskan. I think Alaskan salmon it's probably is actually salmon. a thing. Yeah. I, I believe it yeah. is. So um, uh, I've got into the venue and there is a little touch of when you open the door, everyone like stares like it's a Western. They like, turn around and who's yeah. this guy? And then you say, have you seen... Oh, fuck. What's the movie? God damn it. 30, 30, uh, 30 Days a Night? I haven't seen it. No. Oh, okay. It was a sequel to 500 Days of Summer. Though, right? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> can't do better than that. <laughs> um, so uh, they normally get, he tells me on the way out there, this is the smallest, like this is their regional gig. This is the smallest right. gig, but it's this great arrangement with these cool people who own and run this bar <clears throat> and they've always looked after them. And you know, this is their, this is their, this is the road gig. Right. This is yeah. the road gig. Um, he said there'll be somewhere between 25 and 45 people, mm-hmm. but he said 45 is like a full house, yeah. you know? So uh, I've got there, they've got their biggest crowd they've ever had. 65 wow. people. Amazing. Which is great. It's the last night I, I should mention that because none of these people are there because of me. You right. Know? I mean, I've done some press and stuff there, but yeah. like generally they're there because this happens once a month and the people who like comedy come out to the sure. comedy show. And um, But this is their last one of the run until it gets into the winter again because they because when it's summer and it's uh, light 24 hours a day, no one's, no going, one's to, going into a yeah. comedy club. So it's the season's ending. Right. So all the gigs, you know, had a kind of big sort of celebratory vibe, which was great. Yeah. So they got 65 people, the whole place is packed. Like, it's really just, that's all you could fit in this mm-hmm. room. And it's not set up for comedy in any way. Like, it's a bar. Is there a stage? On a river. Well, of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a microphone cord, and you know this, we've spoken about this, I don't take the microphone out of the stand. Right. But the cord is so short that if I turn to one side of the stage, oh. it flies out of the stand. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's That's amazing. <laughs> That said, it's very I'm, restrictive. That comedy. said, I'm also at, like in a venue where I don't need to be amplified for people right. to, to hear me. So, yeah. um, and it's also the first time I've ever been in a venue where people are smoking. This is like because this oh, is the first right. time I've yeah. walked in there. Yeah. So I've started with that because everyone's smoking. Like yeah. everyone there, I said, "Well, if you're all smoking, I'm going to smoke." I said, "I don't even smoke," but yeah, like you know, let's do this. Yeah. And from the minute I did that, they were they were with me, and it was one of those great crowds where you know, like they started giving you things like they're like have you been in the women's toilets and I'm like well no I why <laughs> would I in the women's why toilets? would I first thing I did right <laughs> uh, they, and so they're all like go go look in there like you know it's, everyone's in on the same yeah. joke you know so I've gone in and in their women's toilets it's like one of the, so you know this is a man sometimes you'll go into a, a, a man's toilets at a bar and it will have which I think is weird anyway, which is the urinal on the wall, but the toilet, the, the sit-down toilet in the same space. Right. You ever so seen that? A, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So that's fine if two men are using the toilet and the urinal, at both as urinals. But if a man is shitting right. and another man walks in yeah. to pee, it's they, an awkward situation. They, that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's not a thing that should be happening. Right? I agree, yeah. 
So, but in a man's toilet, you could justify it by saying, well, they, you know, they've got two urinals, so if you were just using them both for that, you know, if you're using it for the other, you lock the door, you know, fine. I go into the women's toilets, there's dueling toilets. Like, there's literally one toilet, like, it's like... Just two toilets right next to each other? No, like, like how we're sitting, facing each other. (laughs) Like, you could record a podcast. <laughs> you could you could literally sit there and have a shit and record a podcast with another person. There's nothing more I enjoy in a night fine. out of sitting there on the toilet staring straight into the eyes so, of a stranger. Uh, where are you from? What's your favourite type of salmon? <laughs> Do you like the king salmon? You know what? I'll get up in a minute and you'll see what my favourite type of salmon was. <laughs> um, my favourite audience member of that night, without a doubt, was this one fella who um, uh, was the most hillbilly bloke that I met yeah, on the whole Yeah, trip. fantastic. Yeah. Like he had... So... And you have that type out in, in Australia, yeah? Right. Yeah. And here's the thing. When I say hillbilly, um, I'm not really sure in an American context what hillbilly means. Like, it doesn't have a derog... Like, yeah, well, yeah, it has a derogatory... Right. Yeah. So when I say hillbilly, I, don't re- I really kind of mean that affectionately because... Hill- hillbilly here, it comes from the Appalachian. Right. It's where it, it, you know, came from. And it's, and it's you know, not educated... Um, no shoe wearing Hatfields and McCoys, you know, that kind of deal. And now they're all into oxy and, uh, and you know, right. Well, there is a very, of, very poor. There's a bit of a drug culture up there. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Like everybody smokes pot. Oh yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, this guy, uh, when I say hillbilly, what I want to like kind of point out was, I loved all these gigs. Yeah. And the thing that I loved about all the gigs was I didn't have to pull punches on any of my material. Like oh, I did nice. all my marriage equality stuff. I did all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff. And they went for it? All of it. Great. So not hillbilly in <clears throat> like, the conservative stupid sense. Right. Hillbilly in the sense that they're just out there in the country. Right. That's yeah. And that's the look. Yeah. And if you're not seeing other human beings, why wouldn't you grow a fucking beard to your waist? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you wear a hat indoors yeah. when you're smoking in a log cabin? <laughs> You've already given up on dentistry. Fucking, I'm going to shave every day. There was never any question about dentistry. The people in the uh, in, in this part of the world, in Delta, looked like what the people in The Walking Dead should look like. <laughs> like, if that show was accurate. So... This one guy, though, and it's my favorite thing, uh, was I've never seen anything like this. So he's got a cap on. He's got, like, long kind of, like, he's an older guy. Uh-huh. So he's got the long kind of white hair. Oh, yeah. And then he's got the great hillbilly white yeah. beard, right? Goes down to about sort of mid-chest. Sure. But he's my favorite bit about it. Tell I've me, never seen this Tell me before. that he's carrying a whiskey jug. Right. Well... <laughs> He could have been behind the beard. And, but you've exactly seen the sort of... That's exactly yeah. what I'm going for, right? Yeah. His moustache... Okay. ...goes longer yeah. than his beard. Oh, I mean, that's just so, beautiful. So it's like, the beard's there, but the moustache is like, fuck that beard. Fuck you. It's always... It was honestly the greatest thing I'd ever seen. That is the... That is the... Well, 
I'm never going to have sex again, so fuck it, look. Right. Right? And I liked it. Yeah. I was into it. There was part of me that was like, I could move up here. I could... Uh... Yeah, I always get... I always have that feeling when I go to places like that. I would very much like to live out in the country. Yeah. I think... I, but I'm. I, there's another part of me that goes... If I, I don't know if I could go country country, but I think that I could go nutbag survivalist. I feel like there's something about... Uh, I don't know about, if I could. I don't have the skills. Like, I, I would be very much like that guy who went out... In the <laughs> You out there with well, you, you'd be out there going, oh shit, where's my other flip flop? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we should finish up in a minute, but I just uh, and I, there's another story I'm going to tell you next time about Fairbanks's um, biggest celebrity, but that deserves oh, its great. own. Yeah. That deserves its own thing. So the rest of the gigs were fun. They're all kind of like you know, um, pub or club gigs. Uh-huh. I just want to quickly tell you about the um, the the final gig because uh, the final one is. Um, it's in a bar called uh, Coyote Jacks, I think, sure. Coyote Jacks. Sure. And um, it's one of those great bars where everything, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a bar and you're just like, I'm not understa- I don't understand what this is, but it's <laughs> everything just jammed in together. <laughs> so the back room looks like a comedy club. All no. the pictures on the wall, this beautiful, yeah. and run by the coolest people, like, you no. know, free drinks or not, have a great time. Yeah. We're glad to have you here, right? Yeah. Um, a sound system like they've never had entertainment in there before. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just one of those things where like it takes them half the show to get the yep. sound and lights working. Yeah. Even though they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. On one side of the stage uh, is a one of those bucking bronco. Uh, oh my God, really? Yep. Holy so shit. There's a point in the show. Yeah, sure there is. <laughs> where, where I'm on stage and the room is lit so badly that I look over to that side of the stage and I've had a bit to draw. Well, I'll explain to you why I've had well, a bit to draw. They're sending me shots, right? Right. Yeah. They're sending me shots. Yeah. That's what they do out in these places. Right. Yeah. So, but it also in this bar, they have all the bar mates are, are like hot, like genuinely hot. Like it's their kind of alternative, yeah. good looking, okay. yeah. hot thing. And half of them are dressed in like skimpy clothes. Which is crazy in Alaska. Right. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. So like bit by bit during the gig, the, like these girls one by one would come up with like a different shot and I would drink those shots. Yeah. And I had like a plane to catch at 1.30 that morning, which anyway, that was not the most sensible decision I've ever made. Oh, you were flying, flying out of Alaska at 1.30 in the morning? Yeah. Wow. It was like yeah. a red eye. You had to fly back through yeah. the night. So, And so I'm on stage drunk at like 10.30 yeah. um, doing this gig. And uh, so, all right, well, I'll, I'll explain to you what happened. So... The gig's going quite, having a great time. Everything's going really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, despite the fact that it's one of those things where half the girls are naked, uh, half of it's a comedy club, uh-huh. half of it has a climbing wall. Half of, of the thing is a climbing it, of wall. Of course it is. Yes. What else would you want in a place where there's liquor sold? Right. Liquor sold <laughs> and cigarettes. And clearly the whole place would burn down if anyone lit a match, even though everyone's smoking inside. A climbing Holy wall. shit. And on the other side is the... Harpoon. The bucking bronco. Oh, okay. And I <laughs> thought it was going beautifully. <laughs> Until I'm telling my jokes and I've turned around to that part of the audience and all I could see in the light was the glowing eyes of the bull just staring at me. Like the light just caught it. And all I got was like this demonic sort of out of the dark, a bull just staring at me. Were you high? Had you smoked pot? No, I hadn't. Okay. Oh, yes, I had. (laughs) 
can't believe you forgot that. Uh, well, that's something to do with smoking pot. Uh, yeah. No, I, I thought I hadn't, but I had. I went around to some people's place for dinner, and they had pot, so I had mm-hmm. smoked pot. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, that would explain that. Kids. <laughs> If any of the kids from the school are listening, don't smoke pot. That's been the message of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Dave Anthony, uh, people can find you on Twitter at Dave Anthony. Mm-hmm. They can find your podcast, Walking the Room. Yes. Uh, I was on a recent episode telling a story that um, I will put up soon-ish, or may have even really gone up. Uh, anyway, I'm, uh, why I believe, am I banging on about that? I believe Shame Chamber is yeah. scheduled for a, for a June 8th. All right. Release. Well, hopefully, um, uh, Shame Chamber is out, and if it is, buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Uh, that would be very good. Anything else, Dave? No. All right. Do you have a sign out for us? Uh, I'm, I'm Will Anderson. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, go to the Facebook page if you uh, have any comments or stuff about the show. I really want to plug um, the girl. Uh, the I, I don't know why I said girls. Girls, guys. I'm not really sure. The people on uh, Tumblr who do the Tofop quotes page. Oh, really good. Oh my God, they've been doing such a great job with yeah, that and they've been doing heaps of it recently. Yeah. Um, and it's so fun to read back over like the chunks when you see them uh, written out like that. So um, big congratulations to those guys. Thanks so much for doing it. But also, um, I, I recommend everyone, like you don't have to be on Tumblr to read Tumblr. You can just like right. go on and say Tofop quotes and Tumblr and you better find it. And if you have favorite quotes from the show and you want to tag them on Twitter, um, tag them Tofop quotes as well. If you listen to the show on iTunes, please, um, you know, rate it. That's what I always ask because it just keeps us up the top of the charts there. Uh, thank you very much, Dave. Yep. Full fend. <laughs>